Perak Dalid Mishnah Vav. We have discussed the system of fasts that Chazal ordained in the event of a drought or other calamities, and the fast of the Anshim Amados, that these men fast in order to build the merits, that the Karbonos for the Tzibar be accepted. Our mission now discusses two fasts that the Rabban instituted. As part of the calendar, we observe these fasts every year. On account of the national tragedies that occurred on these dates, the unifying factor of all the different fasts we've been discussing, of course, is that fasts are supposed to bring about change in ourselves. The purpose is to bring us to a state of tshuva, whether that's in response to a present calamity, or whether that's a vehicle to merit that the karbonos we bring be accepted, or whether that is a way to express our yearning for the base of English when we had the karbonos, when we lost all of that due to our sins, and we fast to repent in the hopes that the Mesa Mignish will be rebuilt once again, we'll be able to bring the Karbanos again. The communal fasts of our Mishnah are the fasts of the 17th of Tammuz and the 9th of Av. Of course, the essential reason why we fast on both these dates relates to the destruction of the two Mbate Amigdash. Destruction began, 17th of Tammuz, and culminated on the 9th of Av, we learn in this mission that there's more history to these dates. There are deeper reasons as well as the additional tragedies that explain why we fast on these days. The mission tells us, Chamisha Dvarim Eruas Avoseinu B'Shiva Asr B'Tamaz V'Chamisha B'Tisha Ba'av Five tragedies occurred to our forefathers on the 17th of Tamaz and five on the 9th of Av. The mission lists the tragedies of each of these dates, B'Shiva Asr B'Tamaz so starting with the tragedies of the 17th of Tammuz. First, the Shtabru Haluchos. On this day, Moshe Rabbeinu shattered the Luchos he had just brought down from Hashem, and lo and behold, the people went astray and were worshipping an eagle Hazov. They were worshipping the golden calf. So Moshe Rabbeinu took very drastic action that Hashem approved of. He went and shattered the Luchos that we shown him. This is the only way to reverse what was going on, to start a process of tefillah, v'slicha, and tshuva, so that the nation would not be utterly lost. And of course, the Moshe Rabbeinu went back up, Har Sinai, and ultimately brought down the second luchos on the 10th of Tishrei, Yom Kippur, which is why Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. So we see that in the very beginning of the, our formation as a people, a tragedy occurred on the 17th of Tammuz in the shattering of the luchos in response to the terrible national sin of the Egel Hazav. Secondly, on the 17th of Tammuz, Ubatal HaTamid, the time of the destruction of the first base of Migdash when Yerushalayim was already besieged. So, of course, it became increasingly difficult to get anything into the city. So, by the 17th of Tammuz, it was impossible to procure a sheep to offer the daily Tammid offering. So, on that day, it was the cessation of the Tammid offering. In addition, Vuhufka Ha'ir, in the time of Churban Bayashani, the wall of Yerushalayim was breached by the Roman army on the 17th of Tammuz. And four of Esaraf, Apostomos Esatara. Apostomos was a Greek general who leaded the Greek occupation of Eretz Yisrael during Bayashani, burned the Torah that was written by Ezra HaSofer. And the fifth tragedy of Shavasar Batamas was Vehemid Selem Behecho. The same man, Apostomos, put an idol in the sanctuary of the Beis Migdash. And now, 
the most tragic day of our calendar, the ninth of Av, the Mishnah tells us the tragedies of that day. So this date of the ninth of Av as well was marked by tragedy really all the way from the beginning when the Mede Yisrael was on the cusp of being able to enter into Yisrael. They first sent the Meraglim, the spies, into the land to gather intelligence. The Meraglim brought back their evil report, which the people accepted. And the people all decided this is impossible. They gave up on Hashem's plan, said there's no way we'll be able to succeed. As a result, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. And they were denied entry into Canaan, their Yisrael, by Hashem, and that generation would die out in the Midbar. That decree in response to the sin of the Meraglim happened on the 9th of Av, the night after the evil report of the Meraglim came back and the people believed it and wept and said, we'll never be able to enter. And the second and third tragedies of Tisha B'Av were, of course, the Vichorav Habayas Barishonu Bashniya. The first and second Batei Migdash were destroyed on that day. And four Vinilkata Betar, the city of Betar, was annihilated on Tisha B'Av too. 62 years after the Chorban of the second base of Migdash, it seemed that the Bar Kokhba was leading a rebellion against the Romans, was having success. But then the Romans gained the upper hand, Bar Kokhba retreated to Betar, and on Tisha B'Av that city fell and its inhabitants were killed. The fifth tragedy of Tisha B'Av was that Vinechrosh Ha'ir, that Yerushalayim was plowed under by the Roman general Turnus Rufus. This happened after the destruction of the second base of Megdash. On account of the dark day of the ninth of Av, the halacha and Mishra rules is, Misha Nichnas Av Mimatin Basimcha. When the month of Av arrives, we reduce our Simcha. We avoid the joyful activities to reflect the tragic history of this month, in particular, the days leading up to Tisha B'Av.